This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, once you, you know, run a specific play, you know, uh, a lot of times you just start to get a better feel for the play, you know, to see if it's there or not. That way you can get to your check down quicker. So um, the, the more reps I get, the more comfortable I'll get with plays, and, you know, the faster I'll just be able to, you know, go through my reads just like hey, that. Hey, Patrick Manley, in case you didn't know, it's Bears Packers Week. Just like music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, indeed, it is the pregame show. Patrick just found out something shocking from not, the voice not, guy. Not only all the reads, the big voice guy, too. <laughs> but yet Mitch and Shane want me to sign 30 balls for a radiothon. What else but we got that, going on here? Oh, I didn't know that one. <laughs> but this song's for you, Olin. I thought you liked this song. I've heard you sing this a few times in the locker room. <laughs> uh, this, was, this was Big Cat's song, wasn't it? On, uh, I think so. Wasn't this in uh, Platteville he would play yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. we needed it in Platteville. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, people talk about uh, going down to Bourbon A or they talk about the Bears now back at home, when you do the math and you figure you've spent a year in your life in Platteville, that will slow you down. That'll change your <laughs> life moment. At the Annex? Did you spend it at the Annex? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, let me give you a fact of Platteville that you probably know but you haven't thought through. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to a mine, it's a mining place, and there is actually a museum there where you go into a mine, and then when you come back up, you have to go to the hoist house i always mm-hmm. thought the hoist house bar was about knocking back drinks it's actually a mining term so there you go had no idea i was mining cold beers in there though <laughs> uh, hey, hey, as if my mind is not full of enough useless information yeah, right. <laughs> oh you're gonna pull that one out of your kids sometimes like oh, oh no, you know what sure. that is listen manny all i do is give useless information all day long so i'll add that <laughs> to, yeah. I'll add that right in with everything else. That's oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right. So we, we threatened that we would talk about uh, some of the horrible statistics mm. and bad memories and and all that stuff. And the fact of the matter is that uh, Rodgers, including the playoffs, is 21-5 and five against the Bears. He has been to Soldier Field endless times, and he is usually hugely successful. He has faced seven different quarterbacks in their first game against him at Soldier Field, and that would be Kyle Orton, Jay Cutler, Josh McCown, Brian Hoyer, Matt Barkley, remember that one? <laughs> Mike Glennon, Mitch Trubisky, he's 8-0 in those uh, first-time meetings, and now for the first time he gets his dose of uh, Justin Fields, who 
who was stellar again at the podium. I don't know how you feel about his play, and we'll get to that, but, man, his leadership, the way he talks about things, he he was very um, forthright about the idea that it doesn't matter. I'm not comparing my statistics with anyone. It's about getting a W. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to hear him talk, but now here comes uh, – seven in a row uh, debut performances uh, at Soldier Field against uh, Aaron Rodgers, and everyone goes down. Yeah, and, and Pat, the, the one thing you like, Amalia, about Justin Fields is the way he's constantly competing and constantly leading his teammates, and that's something that the Bears are going to have to nurture, that they're going to have to take care of that because guys can lose that along the way, and we've seen it. We've seen it here. Uh, it's hard to play quarterback in the city of Chicago, on the Chicago Bears. And people just have to keep telling Justin Fields that the way he conducts himself has to be all the time. By that, I mean they will hit a rough patch, and he will go through tough stretches in his career. And sometimes those stretches, it can break guys. It can break their leadership because it's hard to keep believing in what you're doing when it's not working. But what he does works. I keep going back to the play of the touchdown to Horstead. He takes the hit against the Raiders, he took a few hits that day already, and he rolls over and says, come on. And he says, bring it with his hands. And to me, your teammates love that stuff, man. They love the fact that you take that shot on that first quarterback draw. And by the way, I like that that design by Bill Lazor. Uh, you take that shot to the back by, I think, the uh, safety Adams, and you get up, and people can already tell that you're feeling that, right? They, they, they blew the whistle on the next play when the blitz was coming, it looked like he was like he did yeah. not want to take that shot. Anyway, everybody, I think, saw that. And all I'm saying is this kid's toughness, uh, the way he leads his team, the way he keeps fighting, the way he conducts himself at the podium, Pat, that equals winning. Oh, I think it's infectious through the locker room. And unfortunately, we got a guy we can talk about, Aaron Rodgers. Remember the old relaxed game? Yeah. After the first game this week, you were talking about rough patches. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have long ones, but when they have a bad game, what does he do? He says, relax. He's like, no, it's okay. We got this. And that's what I kind of feel Justin Fields has that, 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 that similar feeling when he talks to us in the media. I'm sure that's the way he is around Hallis Hall. And I think that's very important. I think it's extremely important. But, Molly, I want to go back to you reading all those numbers about the Packers in the past and Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. And, you know, we start the prep for the week. You start writing all that, these notes down. I'm starting to write these notes. And I just started erasing them. Mm-hmm. I said, screw this, man. I, I, can't, I can't look at this anymore. And then I saw you were going to ask about Justin Fields. That's what he should kind of do. And it sounds like that's what he's done. He doesn't care about the past. It's our time now to have a Favre and a Rodgers and move on. And that's who hopefully this kid is. So those numbers in the past, hopefully us as Bears fans and as Bears players in that locker room, just erase those things. It's new now. You've got a new guy at the helm. um, And let's see what we can do from there. And then we can flip this. Let's go back to the way it was in the 70s and 80s when the Bears were beating up on the Packers. And let's just hope that, that that transpires in the future with an older Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, is is Justin Fields, do you like his future more than Jordan Love's? That mm-hmm. might be ultimately the question that won't come out of this game, but may come out starting next year if indeed uh, Aaron Rodgers decides to leave Green Bay and they wind up starting the guy that they've, they've uh, been developing and, and kind of led to maybe Rodgers' eventual departure. Yeah, but they knew, right, when Brett Favre was at the end of his career, they knew just from practice time and the way Aaron Rodgers was in that building, this guy could potentially be special. So they should be able to evaluate Jordan Love the same way, that if they know that he could potentially be special, then maybe the writing is on the wall. And maybe Aaron Rodgers does know that, and that's why he was doing what he did in the offseason. But if they know he's not 
the future, then you've got to go and throw the bank again at Aaron Rodgers and make sure he's happy and make sure he wants to come back. Because you can't lose a generational talent like that. I think they'd be making a huge mistake. I would love it as a Bears fan. But they should have enough evaluation of Jordan Love to know if he is the future or not. Yeah, and, and they did that. Favre could still play when he went to Minnesota, mm-hmm. right? He was right. still a really good player uh, when they moved on from him. And like you're saying, Pat, uh, you can kind of tell when you got that guy in your building. And they knew that with Rodgers. And do they know that with Jordan Love? I don't know that. But as, as far as Justin Fields goes, um, you start to wonder more for me uh, about the development in the Bears building. Because, look, a, a lot of the problem has been with quarterbacks is, is their development plan and who they have around him and who they have uh, helping this kid become a great quarterback. Look, there's something to Aaron Rodgers getting the rub from Brett Favre and getting to watch a guy lead a team, stand in the locker room, have him raise your level and show you, look, this is what Hall of Fame quarterback looks like. To be around every that every day is a huge advantage. So you can just go through Laser, DiFilippo, and Nagy's histories as offensive coordinators and developers of quarterbacks, and you won't be terribly impressed, right? You won't be terribly impressed with what it was. I mean, if you look at it, Laser gets fired in Miami at offense coordinator for the same reason he got the job from Coach Nagy. Dan Campbell said he wouldn't run the ball. I got to get rid of him. Filippo got fired in Minnesota for the same reason Nagy lost his job here. Zimmer said, you got to run the ball more. He wouldn't do it, right? So who they surround this kid with, that's what the people at Hallis Hall have to be watching that, that Justin Fields is being developed properly. Olin, you, you, you said that Favre was still a good player when he went to the Vikings. Don't mm-hmm. you remember he went to the Jets first? Right. I, thought, I, thought I was I trying to somewhere. get that out of my head because of what happened <laughs> yeah. with the girl and all that kind I, of I, stuff. I, see, I, I you know thought I mean? maybe he texted you when he went no, there. No, 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 no. Listen, I don't. Hey, 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 nothing wrong with that. I just Uh-oh. don't go that way. You know what I mean? I just, I don't want to see anything Gruden this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing beats spirit. He might just let him, let you know, hey, I've gone to the Jets. Hey, That's listen, all I meant. They might pull up my, my uh, writing from elementary school and get me fired from the score. You never know what happens nowadays. <laughs> oh, man. Was, that, was that 20 years, 10 years ago? All right. Uh, see, see, it doesn't matter. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so we talk about the, there's there is another statistic out there i don't know why this matters to me but brett Favre threw 25 touchdown passes in soldier field and rogers has 23 does he get two today does he tie the record today does he beat the record do they beat him down and is he uh is he unable to match that green bay passing record in soldier field you're asking, well, I, a, you're asking an analyst or you're asking a former bear? Exactly. Listen, I usually have 10 personalities. Today I have two very different personalities. Yeah. An analyst and a former bear. But yeah, I, think, I, think, I, think he, I think he probably at least yeah. ties the record today, right? At least, uh, um, uh, you know, Devontae Adams is hard to stop. Right. Uh, Robert Tunyon, I mean, um, last year I think they hit a tight end in the end zone. No one even heard of him. Uh, so, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers probably gets uh, to his record today or at least ties it. Yeah, I, I think he gets his two for sure, and I think that's a given. I think that's just kind of what he does in his career no matter who he's playing. But more importantly, can we get two back from him? That's what we need. We need to get the two right. takeaways somehow. That that's That's what needs to happen. So I – it's one of those sayings, he's going to get what he's going to get, right? But we got to get something back from him. I think that's the most important thing. So 
Uh, let's just hope he doesn't get to three, but let's just hope we get some back. Brett Favre was going to get what he was going to get. <laughs> I know, exactly. Yeah. Molly started it, man. Don't it start on me. No, I wondered how close you were with Brett Favre. <laughs> Molly started it. Listen, I didn't, I didn't know this was like, you know, a podcast. I didn't know what was going on here. I thought, I thought we were on public air, airwaves. I didn't know. <laughs> well, how dare you. Uh, so listen, so, so – Olin, when you were on with oh, us, oh, you're not I, talking his touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Will I'm a little stop? slow. Will you stop? <laughs> hey, Molly, you're the <laughs> you're the leader. You you you. you How you, am I the leader? You show, Everything hey, goes through you. You tell us. You show us the game plan, and we just follow along. You know. <laughs> I missed that one. Uh, okay, so you were on with us, I think, on Monday, reviewing the game, and you mentioned the Packers and said you felt they had to score 24 points to win the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair assessment. The Bears, however, have struggled to score points, and I think there's value in c- continuing to be a run-heavy team that keeps Rodgers off the field. Now, when you think about games the Bears have lost this year, obviously you go back to the opener, and they dominated time of possession, but it was t- to no avail because they gave up the big passes. So how do you score 24 points – while trying to maintain uh, controlling the clock. Yeah, you, you have to, you know, obviously run the ball. It, it's going to start with running the ball. The Packers know the Bears want to run the ball. Of course, the problems we know, uh, their two best running backs are out. So uh, you're wondering where the hell does this come from, right? So uh, uh, we just got to be stubborn with the run, Pat. And then uh, they just have to, by design, force the Packers' safeties to come up, yep. help stop the run, and then take a shot with Mooney, Allen Robinson. Again, we're looking for that third guy. We're hoping Cole Komet develops. We're looking for another threat. We heard all offseason, Pat, of all this speed they added to the wide receiver room. We just have not seen it yet. We have not seen them take the top off of defense yet. Um, get, get fields outside the pocket when you do decide to throw that thing deep. Um, I was thinking, Pat, I was wondering what you thought about this this week. I didn't know how they really explain it, but – uh, I want to see him off the off-schedule plays that Justin Fields makes, mm-hmm. right? The, the the play breaks down. I was wondering out loud, could you design off-schedule plays? Could you run a play action, wait one or two seconds, then roll them out of the pocket and send everybody on a scramble drill? Something like that, Coach Nagy and all those offensive minds at Hallis Hall have to come up with ways to find point, points under the rocks that they're buried in at Soldier Field because obviously the points have been buried now for three or four years. Yeah, I heard you on your podcast talk about it, Olin. That's an interesting idea, and I thought about it a little bit more. Is it something to get him off schedule quickly? Is, all right, here's your number one read, right? Mm-hmm. If he's not open, get the heck out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Make it that simple and let him get left to right or wherever you kind of have that off schedule play because it does make sense. That puts the defense in, in a bind. There was a play last week. Nick Kwiatkowski was kind of chasing Justin Fields and, and kind of was in no man's land, didn't know whether to come up or kind of get more towards the receiver. And he just hit the little pass on the out of bounds, or I think he hit it or missed it or whatever. But watching Nick Kwiatkowski sit there in conflict, um, I, it's a brilliant idea. I think it's a great idea. And then to go back to the original game plan you were talking about is, yes, they have to run the ball. Mm-hmm. This is where the receivers have to win this game. They're going against backup cornerbacks. Yeah, their safeties are pretty good. But if you're going to have max protection, you're going to have limited receivers out there, and you've got a rookie corner and some backup corners out there for the Green Bay Packers, you have to win these one-on-one matchups. You have to protect up front. 
get the ball down the field, take those shots. Allen Robinson has to win those 50-50 balls. And like you said, hopefully that speed can out, outrun some of the safeties that they have to come up. But yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting ways to see if they can, can design something to, to get those, those deep balls downfield. Because I think that's how you're going to have to get those points to beat the Packers. It, we talked to Dave Wanstead earlier in the week. I thought this was kind of an interesting take on how to stop Devontae Adams. Now, I don't know. I'm sure you're going to kill him for this. But he said that when he was at Pitt, he had Darrell Revis. And there were times, there were games when they had a, another receiver that was so good that they knew they had to kind of work on a double. Rather than put Revis on him, they would put Revis on the number two guy and then put the whole game on the number one guy trying to get trying to coax the quarterback to throw the other way and get Revis more plays. Now, that's a college technique that would obviously um, try to help get Revis involved in the game when people were afraid of him at that level. And, and my God, they were afraid of him in the NFL for a number of years as well. But would you – do you like this idea of Jalen Johnson following uh, Devontae Adams everywhere he goes – or would you try to somehow make sure you're double teaming? Or do you double team with Jalen Johnson? I, I like, Molly, I like being flexible. I like going in with a game plan and saying, okay, we'll, we'll run. We'll run our scheme. But but look, if we got to go to Jalen Johnson covering Devontae Adams because they put him in the slot and he's just too much for Duke Shelley or he's too much for Kendall Vildor – uh, I don't like him doing what he did last week with the 200 yards receiving and taking over the game. Right. That I don't like. So I, I like all of that. I like putting two guys on him and then putting Jalen Johnson on their number two guy. Uh, having those options up and ready when you face a Hall of Fame quarterback, when you face what some consider the best wide receiver in the league, when you face guys like this and, and you have to win this game because you don't want to fall two games behind the Packers, uh, in, in the race for the NFC North, I think all of that has to be on the table, and you just have to really say, okay, man, I, I hope they got Jalen Johnson working a slot this week, Pat, and say, look, yeah. you might have to do this. We might have to do this because we have to do what we have to do to win the damn game. No, I, I agree with that, but the only thing that scares me and what we've seen even up to last week, they had a busted coverage. seems like sometimes mm -hmm. they get confused right. on the back end. They have some pretty complex coverages back mm -hmm. there, and that's what scares me. If Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. is going to see it quick and make that happen, but that makes sense. I, I personally, I like the one-on-one -on -one matchup. Keep him on as much as possible, but I think Devontae Adams, what, two-thirds out wide and a third in the middle, mm -hmm. that's going to be tough for Jalen Johnson to, to, to go in and try to play nickel corner, being a second-year player. But I understand what you're saying. That's your best player. That's your best cover guy. Maybe you give that a shot, but again, it scares me with some of the busted covers that they had in the back. Yeah, and, and, and I, would say, I would say this to argue to that, Pat. My, mm -hmm. my argument in the room, if me and you were in the room together, I would say, okay, all that is true, but then we don't beat the Packers, right? Because if we, if we can't, <laughs> if we can't arrange coverage I, and do different things here, yep. then, if we, then, then we need new players in the building. Yes. Right? Yes. We need guys who, who are in the you – know, I, I, like, I like anywhere – I like what you like. I like if he's in the slot – Duke Shelley, Eddie Jackson, you're over there too. Yes. Right? So I, I like that stuff. But if I have to worry about what I have to beat in to beat – to what I have to put in is too much to beat Aaron Rodgers. It's too much to beat Devontae Adams because my, my secondary can't handle it. Well, then we're not going to beat the Green Bay Packers. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I'm hoping now that – what, they're week six now that they, – they've shown improvement each week. They seem like they look more comfortable. I think they only had one really busted coverage that I saw last week. That you can't have those. So as you feel, yeah, you just should feel more confident. 
coach them up, get them in the right position, and just don't let it happen. You know, that, that is the one hesitation I have before I'm willing to sort of say that that Sean Desai is on the same track as a Brandon Staley or any of these Vic guys that have become so popular around the league. He was he was coaching the defensive backs. He was coaching the safeties. And that's where we've seen problems. What What has happened is the areas where they have invested the most money, that's wonderful. I mean, he's done a great job with the pressures up front. He's, he's schemed a couple sacks. I don't know if that can continue. But the fact that there are busted coverages on the back end where he was responsible as a coach and where they have no money, by the way, other than obviously they're overpaying Eddie Jackson. I, I think that's the kind of thing that just causes me a little hesitation before I say, yeah, this is the guy and he's going to be great and, and, uh, and watch him be the next Brandon Staley. I mean, he's, I mean, he's young. I mean, you can't yeah. put that on him yet. I mean, you've got to build a much bigger resume. You've got to put – uh, some more wins. You've got to win games. You've got to dominate games defensively. You've got to win games because of you. I just think it's too early to put that on him now. But he's trending in the right direction. I think we're all happy to see him. I think we're all seeing some flashes and some schemes and some things that have worked. And let's just see it continue to grow. And then let's see if he can coach these guys up and not have those mental mistakes. Yeah, and, and you know, um, the next Brandon Staley, he, he's got a lot to prove too. So, um you know, these two guys, yeah. you know, if I got to watch Brandon Staley give me another <laughs> speech on life, a 38-year-old who's coached five games, I might barf all over myself while people trip over themselves trying to compliment him. But anyway, moving on from that whole, like, personal vendetta. Wow. Personal vendetta against wow. Brandon Staley. I'll move on from my personal vendetta against Brandon Staley. All of a sudden, he's like, I don't know, like. He's a great speaker, and the guy's only coached five games, guys. Everybody relax on the Brandon Staley love. Holy crap. Anyway, um, Sean Desai, look, a lot of advantages, right? Khalil Mack, uh, he's, he, Robert Quinn's playing at a high level. Uh, hopefully, Akeem Hicks is back today. He's got a lot of guys up there. But, but, but yeah, you're right, Molly. Like, we have to wait and see for, like, just like a player, Pat, and we talk about a lot. The league will adjust to you. The league will mm-hmm. adjust to what you're doing, right? And they will, you know, the Raiders last week, their offensive line was in shambles, and they moved Alex Leatherwood. Not a really good idea to move your rookie right tackle to right guard, and he got dominated in there. And then Brandon Parker got dominated by Khalil Mack, a guy who shouldn't be starting a right tackle. But that's their problem. So um, they have to keep proving it. This is – uh, decides biggest test since week one versus McVay and Stafford. Right. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Stafford. So here you go. You get another shot at it. We'll see if this defense has improved from last year. Like when we talked about, they gave up 38 points a game last year to the Packers offense, which last year they're the number one offense in the NFL. But, um, you know, and Bakhtiari was out that last game, and they still put a lot of points on the Bears. So we shall see today. Uh, what Sean decided develops there, and do they take advantage of the young defensive coordinator? And then, the, then does he have to adjust and grow again like he did from week one, or does he show us that he can match wits with Matt LaFleur? That's a good point. Well, and, and you know, it's a great point, Olin. I, uh, you know, when about we Staley, back, you mean? Yeah, about, that one too. About, <laughs> all, of, all, all of the above. <laughs> you, you, you seem to think Staley. I didn't know he was the, the Dalai Lama, is all I'm saying. I didn't know he was the Dalai Lama. Flavor I mean, of the month. Man, of the month. I mean, Twitter is <laughs> tripping over themselves to compliment this guy. Uh, Olin, how does the Dalai Lama order a hot dog? Uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. One with everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Put that one away, Olin. Put that one away. You can use that one later, too. That's, Molly stumped me a few times today, man. It's an old joke. All right. We, I can't help it. We, uh, we, got, uh, we got the scouting report, or the, excuse me, the injury list from Mark Grody next. We'll find out what's going on at Soldier Field. We'll bring in our guy, Grody. And I, you brought up something really interesting that I've been dying to get to, which is how is, how is Matt LaFleur – perceived by you both of you how is he perceived around the league what do we know where do we separate quarterback from coach we'll get into that too at some point but uh but grody time next it is of course the pregame show here on the score we've got olin crutes patrick manley and we are having some fun okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Chicago defense reinforced their momentum as Brian Urlacher caused an Amon Green fumble that was recovered by Mike Brown. Brown then picked it up and raced 85 yards for the Bears' second score. It widened the gap to 14-3. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Go to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store now. And MailMedChicago.com, where a full head of hair is the winning play. Back, it's the pregame show with Olin Cruz and Patrick Manley, presented by Bet Rivers, the official sports book of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And guys, um, I know that you were supposed to get some samples uh, from Zing Zang, but unfortunately, they somehow wound up in my fridge. <laughs> so uh, I want you to know how delighted I am to uh, 
to be able to tap into uh, Bloody Mary now and again mm-hmm. and uh, and to really uh, sort of enjoy the game that way. Uh, unfortunately, I can't today because I think, Pat, we are on in the post game. Maybe I'll break into some zing zang at that point. New partner on the score. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we don't have to. Show. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> A big welcome to zing zang and, and – uh, Chicago's hometown Bloody Mary mix created in Chicago, still headquartered in Chicago, and the Bloody Mary mix brand, number one cocktail mix brand with mixers like the uh, margarita mix, Zing Zang margarita mix made with natural ingredients, and of course the uh, the canned cocktails. And I'm I, I don't know if you're aware of this, nine percent ABV, so one little Bloody Mary is uh, is the equivalent of two. Uh, delicious uh, cocktails, wonderful mm-hmm. stuff. We got to get to Mark Grody. Mark Grody is our guest now. Uh, he joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Grody, time, Mark. Gentlemen, hey, enough zing zanging back there. Let's get serious here. Um, <laughs> the good news, the very good news, is that Khalil Mack is playing a key is playing today, and Allen Robinson will be playing today. And Allen Robinson is the only one of those three that I have actually seen out here on the field in pregame. Typically, we see Khalil Mack out here first, and I, I thought I would see Hicks out here at some point in time, but uh, not out here. Inactive today, really. Well, one kind of surprise, Kyrus Tonga is down as inactive right now, um, and I think that that's just a decision that was made. Actually, I'm looking at Kyrus Tonga in the north end zone right now, unless there's some an injury that I am not aware of. Uh, he is just inactive today, along with J.P. Holt, uh, Caleb Johnson, Nick Foles, Rashad Perryman, and Artie Burns. So that's the early scene out here at Soldier Field, gentlemen. Hey, Grody, um, at that outside linebacker position, Quinn and Mack, and Mack's ankle, I think it is, uh, he's struggling with. And you got um, – Atachu is now out, and Travis Gibson, I know, but but what does the Dean Tonga down, what does the defensive line group look like? Who should we expect to see today that we haven't seen? Yeah, I don't know if there's anybody that you haven't seen, but I think you're going to see more from somebody like Angelo Flaxen out here. And it is a little bit of a wonder, too, because if Tonga is out, and who knows if, you know, if Akeem Hicks is 100%, if he is totally full go, you know, it seems like they've always been okay with their depth along that defensive line and the guys that are healthy, you know, like Bilal Nichols along that line. But, you know, I guess the guy that would pick up or get more of the rotation would be somebody like Angelo Blackson, who has been playing well since he got to the Bears this year in training camp. All right, Groats, let's break down the running back position and more specifically Ryan. No, no, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. We've got our, fir- our first nope of the day. Yes. <laughs> Can you get Null on this pregame show one time, please? Oh, he needs to be. <laughs> be our where are they now segment when he's, when he's, when he's going back to inactive later on. <laughs> hey, uh, but Khalil Herbert, he's got a big game this week. I think you talked to them a little bit. What was his, what's his thoughts about being the, the workhorse this week? I think you guys will appreciate this. Obviously, yeah, he's going to be the, the workhorse this week. We'll see some, we might see some Ryan Null. We might see some Artavis Pierce. But the, the number one thing that he talked to me about was, was protecting number one, protecting Justin Fields. He says that that's his most important job. 
So everybody wants to see him go over 100 yards, but he is taking his blocking assignments very seriously as, you know, plan blocks and being that savior blocker as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. The thing about him is that he has incredible poise for a rookie, although he did spend five years in college, and I think some of that poise came from that. Very professional, very confident, and I think that you could probably expect big things from him. I will tell you this, too, that you know he hasn't caught a pass this year. He was out here about a half an hour ago with the jugs machine in the end zone, taking, took about 200 short passes off of that. So look for them to try to integrate some of that and see more of, a, of an all-around game from Khalil Herbert as opposed to just running the football today. Yeah, that, that's a big deal. I mean, he's got to be a check-down guy if he's going to be their, their main guy. And, and you know, they got to re- rely on him perhaps in, uh, in protecting the quarterback as well. So I, I think there are other elements with a rookie uh, running back that you have to take into account. And, you know, here's hoping Artavis Pierce was moved up from the practice squad to the active roster. I don't know if, if they plan on using him in any way, Mark, or if uh, it is – uh, the phenomenal that will be the guy that, uh, that that gets the other carries. But I wonder if if maybe we're going to see an expanded role with Justin Fields, which I'm not necessarily recommending. I, I think there's a part of me that worries about him um, when he's running. He's taken far too many hits. Wally, I completely agree, especially since when we talked to him earlier this week, he, it was Wednesday, and he said – asked him about his knee, and he said, I'll be fine by Sunday. And I followed up. I said, well, does that mean that your, your knee is hurting? Are you, you know, are you not 100%? And he just looked at me and said, I'll be fine by Sunday. So, to me, <laughs> that means that there, there is going to have to be a little bit of protecting of that, and it would suck to have to take away or minimize that element of his game because, you know, the stakes are pretty high for this game. But I, but I agree with you that they cannot get him in a position to to get hurt being that he, you know, he's a little bruised up, let's face it, he's in the knee and the ribs. So, you know, they're not going to not do stuff. I would just look for fewer designed running plays or, or plays where he may put himself into danger. But obviously you can't eliminate all of that. No, no, they can't. And look, uh, Grody, I, I hate to go back to this, but – uh, for me, this is the way the Bears uh, win this game today. Their defensive line dominates, and I'm just a little worried again about uh, Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack's injuries, and, and can they go? And now you're telling me Kareem Tonga is down. Caleb Johnson is also out, right? It would have taught you out. So their only backup outside linebacker is Travis Gibson. I'm wondering if they move Christian Jones over there to outside linebacker, but they must be pretty confident in these guys that they have injured to not suit up these guys because if they go out, uh, they are really shorthanded over there on the defensive front. Yeah, I I, I am really surprised by this, that, that Ponga is on the, the inactive list. And here's another thing, too, while we're at it, is yeah, Eddie Goldman, yeah, he'll be playing today, but it, can he be the you know full force Eddie Goldman? And maybe maybe that's what this is also suggesting. Not only that Akeem Hicks apparently 100% healthy, but maybe Eddie Goldman will give you full force, full snaps 
in this game. And it's not like he's been bad, but he hasn't been like the true Eddie Goldman that we know. So they, they are depending big time on their big guys, their star guys, their money men this, in this game here today. So we'll see what the plan is. And if, you know, and I'll be, obviously I'll be watching these guys very closely, but it does seem like they're on thin ice in that regard. Yeah, Mark, sticking, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead Patrick. Well, just sticking with the defense, you know, Sean Desai has been rolling a bunch of different DBs in, and one is DeAndre Houston Carson, who I know Chris Tabor loves as a special teams player. Is there a reason why he's getting more reps? That good of a question, huh? Hello. Hello. Yep. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. What was the? I'm sorry, Mr. Manley. Ask no, again. Just Somehow the we got. Is, DeAndre Houston Carson had that nice interception last week. Yes. Sean Desai is playing a bunch of different yes. guys back there. Is there a reason why he's getting more reps? Well, I think that they're like, and especially today, I think that you're going to see more of that, and, and obviously, especially in the dime packages where DeAndre Houston Carson has been really good. I think part of it too is that they do have like Kendall Vildor has been fine, but I think that there is some protection going on. For him, and in that regard, and I expect that you're going to see, you're going to continue to see more of that. And you know, from talking to DeAndre Houston Carson, he loves it. He loves the more he can do. He appreciates. And I, I you know, I said that the Bears are going to, there's going to have to be a, either a big defensive play or a big special teams play, knocking a ball loose, you know, recovering a fumble. I'm not expecting them to, you know, intercept Aaron Rodgers. One can't usually expect that but it is somebody like DeAndre Houston Carson who kind of when you least expect it makes those big kind of plays and he, it seems like he's one of these guys Patrick that just gets a little bit smarter every single year mm-hmm. thank you Mark take care guys enjoy Bears Packers absolutely that is Mark Grody our man on the sideline great to uh, catch up with him and get all the news we're going to we're going to talk about uh the national perspective of the two head coaches. I'm very curious to know if uh, if either of you believe that um, Matt LaFleur is a top 10 NFL coach. I think Olin has him right behind Brandon Staley. From that <laughs> 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 oh, man. Brandon, Brandon Life Advice Staley. Brandon uh, Lombardi, I believe we've uh, renamed him. All right, we'll, we'll be right back on the pregame show with Oli Krutz and Patrick Madley. It's always a challenge. Um, you know, they, they've got so many pieces. It's not just those two guys. I mean, then you got Hicks, Goldman, Nichols. Um, there's just, I can go on and on and on with, with just the depth that they have. Uh, it doesn't matter who's in there. I think they do a great job of just putting their guys in position to, tr- to try to create one-on-ones. And um, they play so, so damn hard as well. And I, I think I said it yesterday or whatever, Anytime you mix great players with great scheme that give great effort, it is a recipe for a really good defense, and that's what they have there. Of the man himself, uh, Matt Lafleur, Matt the Flower, and this is the pregame show with uh, with uh, Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, and uh, it's presented by Bet Rivers, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. And guys, I'm wondering um, when we speak of the Flower, he's not a fragile man, but he is uh, from the 
the McVeigh school of coaching and one of the hot young coaches in the league. What um, what's your take on him? How good a coach is he? He's he's won tons of games. It's mm-hmm. difficult to know where he begins, where Rodgers ends. I, I think that's the question. But I did a little research project for you, and I looked at some numbers. So he is the third fastest coach to reach reach 30 wins. He did it in uh, in 37 games. So his record in the league now is 30 and seven. Um, he won seven or more games taking over for Mike McCarthy that first year. To me, that says something. When you're taking over a team that's struggling and you can make them bounce back uh, and, and win the division that way, he's 12-1 and one in the NFC North, which is yeah. just unheard of, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the other one here, he's 23-0 um, and 0 when they win the turnover battle, 4-1 and one when they're even, and 3-6 and six when they're minus. So he helps them not turn the ball over. Obviously, that's Aaron Rodgers, but that's being preached. And another thing I look at, and Olin, I'd like to get your perspective on this, is teams that are penalized. And I went back and looked because I think right now they are second in the league and the least number of penalties with 22. So I went back and looked at the last three years and went back about five or six years and looked at teams. And the one team I was looking for was the Patriots. The Patriots are always down there in the top five being the least penalized team. And his teams have been kind of there ninth two years ago, I think 12th this, uh, two years ago. But they're in the bottom third. And to me, that says you're doing something right at practice. You're, you're getting guys to practice right. You're getting them to uh, you know not jump off sides, line up properly. You're taking away all those coachable penalties and that says something about a coach, and that's one advantage I think that Bill Belichick had all the time, that his guys never made mistakes that way. They never hurt their team, never put them behind the chains. Uh, I think he's a pretty darn good coach. And, yes, he has Aaron Rodgers, but to do what he's doing, to put up 12-1 12 and 1 in the NFC North, that kind of makes you hurt. Man, it makes you hurt a little bit. It mm. ticks you off. But, yeah, that just the numbers there show he's a pretty darn good uh, coach. Yeah, I just don't think. There's no way you can separate it, right? There's no way that you can say what kind of coach is he. With Aaron Rodgers, he is a top 10 coach in the league. With Tom Brady, Bill Belichick is the best coach of all time. Uh, with Joe Montana, Bill Walsh is a legendary football coach. So those things, all two things always go hand in hand. Uh, when you take Tom Brady out of New England, they become an average team, right? It's always those two guys together and and you can't separate the two but you will say this for him the Packers have been good with him there Uh, they have been into two NFC championship games Uh, he's got to get them over the hump get them into that Super Bowl because with the Hall of Fame quarterback you expect to be there like you would expect this year it could be again Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers for the right to go to the Super Bowl so uh, I will say this with Aaron Rodgers he is a top 10 coach Without Aaron Rodgers, I have no clue. <laughs> and, and I think that's why when you put lists like that together, he's not included as mm-hmm. a top 10 coach. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, look, I, I get it. He did a lot better than Mike McCarthy, but McCarthy actually won a Super Bowl. So I don't know if that comes into how you figure out where guys belong or where they don't belong. But he only won one, right? And I that's think right. that's why he got fired. You know, yeah. so he's been to two NFC championships, like he said, but um, – if you, if you if you can't get over the hump, then you get fired. But also, Green Bay started going south. They they you know they weren't they started losing games, and Matt Lafleur raised them up, and they continue to win at a high level. And you know it, again, that just shows you how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl and then to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's, it's very very difficult, even if you are a good coach and you have one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Yeah, and look, if you go back and look at that year they won the Super Bowl. Uh, they had the number two defense in the NFL yeah. for points allowed. So, look, you have a Hall right. of Fame quarterback and you have a really, really, really good defense, or Charles Woodson and all those guys we've seen all those years 
up there that, that made it tough to score points. Uh, we went up there and tried to knock them out of the playoffs that year and only got three points out of it. They were that good. Obviously, we weren't very good on offense. But um, all I'm saying is, like you're saying, Molly and Pat, uh, it takes a lot to win a Super Bowl, and that's when you look at these Bears teams and, and, and you wonder up there in Green Bay, do they – I'm glad they don't, but if you actually look at your history, you build your defense to be extremely good, uh, give up not a lot of points, and at the end of the game, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback who can make the plays that the other guys can't. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's great stuff. All right, we, um, we've got to talk a little bit about Damian Williams. We haven't gotten into it. Obviously, Grody didn't mention it mention him because he is on a different list he's not on the he's not uh on the the uh, the roster he's on the COVID-19 uh the special uh list that uh, allows him to not count against the uh the roster for this week so that's why he wasn't mentioned as one of the inactives he's not inactive he's not available um how does that change the game plan what does what does that change we'll talk about that next losing a player uh, your number two uh, running back, who was your number one running back, by the way, because your number one running back is out with a knee injury. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about that next. It's the pregame show. Olden Crutes, Patrick Manley here on The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 